If you've ever set money goals only to have them more or less fall flat, you are not alone. I'm gonna take you through how to set financial goals that actually stick. According to The Motley Fool, 66% of American adults make New Year's resolutions every single year. But sadly, most of us don't actually follow through on those resolutions or on those goals. According to the Society of Personality and Social Psychology, 91% of New Year's resolutions fall flat. And there's a reason for this. It's not that you haven't been specific enough with your goals. It's not that you haven't been disciplined enough or anything like that. It's generally because when you are choosing a money goal, you are choosing them based on what somebody else told you you should do instead of what you want to do for yourself. If you're sick of all the abundance gurus who preach the power of mindset or financial experts who scold you for enjoying the occasional latte, then you are in the right place. The Mind Money Balance Show explores the intersection of mental health and money. We explore broader factors that impact your financial life as a whole. I'm your host, Lindsay Bryan Podvin. I'm a financial therapist, woman of color, author, and founder of the company Mind Money Balance. When I'm not nerding out on the emotional and psychological side of money, you can usually find me walking my pup and listening to an astrology podcast or curled up with a giant bowl of popcorn watching Bravo TV. This show originally airs as a video on my YouTube channel. So if you hear me say things like, as you can see here, or click this, you'll have to head over to the YouTube link that's linked in the show notes to see exactly what I'm referencing. And if you want to jump into the community, you can join in on the conversation in the comments section over on YouTube. With that, let's go. In order to make money goals that actually stick, I want you to think about what are my values. I wrote a piece for Self Magazine about this exact thing, and it's an exercise adapted from my book, The Financial Anxiety Solution, that will help make sure that when you set financial goals, they're actually in alignment with your values, so you can make sure that they are ones that matter to you, thus being more likely that you'll actually stick to them. First, you're gonna need a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, or if you don't wanna do it old school, you can open up a Google Doc or a Word Doc and basically make two columns. So if you're writing it on a physical piece of paper, just write a line right down the middle, and if you're doing it on a Google Doc or Word Doc, make two columns. On one column, I want you to write down all the things that really matter to you in terms of your values. When we think about values, we're thinking of the core things that really matter to us. Think about things like autonomy, community, connectedness, humility, boldness, courage, knowledge, justice, learning, curiosity. Those are the types I'm thinking about when I'm talking about your values. Take a few minutes and write down all of your values on one side of the list. If you are struggling with this exercise, you can think about what matters to you in different life domains, and sometimes that will help elicit what actually matters to you. Like, what matters to me when it comes to my relationships? What matters to me in romantic relationships, in friendships, in work relationships? And when you think about what matters, what are the types of relationships that I really value? What are the sort of values that really start to come up? Once you're done with relationships, then you can think about your career. What are the sorts of things that light you up about Monday morning, or maybe you start your week on a Wednesday on, on Wednesday morning? Does it include things like autonomy and having a lot of control over your schedule and your creative projects? Does it matter to you to have a big cohort of people who you work with, who you can bounce ideas off of, and having that type of community and camaraderie is really valuable to you? 
Do you really like to be challenged at work? So think about the things that really matter to you in your career. Then think about things that matter to you within your community. So where you live and the people you surround yourself with. Ask yourself, what are the types of things that have excited me? Maybe when I visited a certain city, what were the types of qualities that I really enjoyed about it? Or think about your current neighborhood. What are some of the things that have helped you to be rooted where you are? Also think about personal growth and development and start to get a sense of what matters. Once you've got that list, it might be pretty broad, but I want you to narrow it down to three to five core values. And if you're like, but all of these things matter to me, see if there's a theme within them. If you've written down things like spontaneity, excitement, and learning, a theme could be joy, and that might be one of your core values. Take some time here, jot down all of those values, and then start kind of figuring out which of those values are the core values, the three to five things that are most important to you. Once you've got your values down, on the other side of the paper, write down all of the financial goals that you have for yourself for 12 months. So for one year from whatever today's date is, a way you can do that is write today's date, like the month and the date, but then I want you to write next year behind it and think about all the things you want to accomplish financially for the year. It could be anything from bulking up an emergency fund to paying down credit card debt to saving up for a vacation, but I want you to jot down all of the things that you want to do financially this year. Once you've got both of those lists cross-reference, whether or not the goals that you wrote down, that it'd be nice if financial goals that you wrote down actually are in alignment with your values or not. Because this is where a lot of people go astray because they have this laundry list of financial goals that they wanna achieve, but they're not based on their values. They're based on what some financial guru or money influencer told them they should do but they don't actually matter to you, to them, whatever. Taking a look at that list of the financial goals, I want you to ask yourself, is this goal in alignment with my core values? And if the answer is no, then that tells you you can do one of two things. You can either scratch it altogether or you can modify it so it better matches your goals, okay? Let me give you an example. I am obsessed with kombucha. It is like such a fun effervescent drink and it's also a little bit pricey. So maybe I was reading a lot of books about how purchasing lattes is making it hard for millennials to purchase homes, which is total BS, but maybe I've got those thoughts like really embedded in my brain. And so I wrote down slash kombucha for this year or don't buy any more kombucha this year. But when I look at my values, maybe I have some values that are actually in alignment with buying said kombucha. Perhaps that mid-afternoon ritual of connecting with myself, of hitting pause, of carving out some time to practice some self-care. Maybe those rituals are really in alignment with my values of nurturing myself, or maybe nurture was a big core value on my list. Then maybe it's about modifying that goal instead of don't buy any more kombucha for the next year. Maybe It's about dialing it down, the amount of kombucha you're buying or being a little bit more cognizant of the way in which I'm buying my kombucha that is better in alignment with those values. Meaning, instead of going to the coffee and tea store every day that I go into work and it's costing me five, six, seven bucks every time I go, maybe I buy one of those big old bottles of kombucha at the start of the week and I pour it out into smaller glasses and then I enjoy it throughout the week. So the values-based reframe of that goal to better match my values and thus make it more likely that I actually achieve that goal would be instead of buying kombucha four to five times a week, I'm going to buy a big bottle of kombucha once per week. 
And that way I'm still nurturing myself. I'm still practicing financial self-care and I'm making sure that I'm making wiser financial decisions that are in alignment with my values. That's a smaller example, but you can imagine how you can take the goals that you've written down and make sure that they do line up with your values. And if they don't, you either get rid of them or you modify them, okay? And to take this a little bit further, research has also shown that visualizing your future self, so imagining yourself one year from now, that's why it's helpful to write the date a year from today on the top of the paper of your goals. Visualizing yourself having achieved those goals goals can help you move the needle again into sustaining the practices that you need to do in order to achieve that goal. Meaning, I want to imagine myself a year from now having spent 52 weeks buying 52 bottles of kombucha instead of buying, you know, 150 or 200 single kombuchas, right? And what does that look like? What does that feel like? What would change in my life day to day if I were doing that for the 52 weeks? How would I feel a year from now? And having that visualization of what it would be like could be super helpful. So again, kombucha is like a sillier example, but let's say you were doing something like topping off an emergency fund. Maybe right now you've got a few hundred dollars saved in an emergency fund, which is amazing, yay, but you want to get to two months of an emergency fund. I want you to imagine yourself one year from now, what would it feel like? to have two months of expenses in a savings account dedicated to emergencies, or if you want to reframe it to an FU fund or a life happen funds, dealer's choice, you get to decide. What would it feel like for you? And how would that be in alignment with your values? Maybe you've got really strong values of security and safety and rootedness rootedness. Is rootedness a word? You know what I mean. Maybe imagining yourself with two months of expenses would totally be in alignment with those values. And you can envision your your full body reaction to feeling safe and secure and grounded because of that emergency fund. Cool? To recap here, the reason so many goals go off the rails is because they don't matter to you. They're vague or they're somebody else's goals or they aren't in alignment with your values. So doing this exercise can be super helpful. And reminder, that you're allowed to set goals whenever you want. I mentioned in my video, 37 Tips for Practicing Financial Self-Care, that I set my personal goals annually on my birthday, and then I set my business goals in the first quarter of the year. So you can set your goals whenever you want. You get to flip over that new leaf, whether you're starting this in January or whether you're starting this on your birthday or just a random Monday, you are allowed to set your goals and think of them. And I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast player. This quick but meaningful action helps to support the show and helps others discover it too. I love connecting with my listeners. So if something resonated, take a screenshot of the episode and tag me over on Instagram at mindmoneybalance. This podcast simply wouldn't be possible without the help of others. I want to thank RJ Basio, who edits this podcast and Liberty Sales, who helps market the show to help people who need it find it. The cover art and episode art design is by Jenny H. Design. Disclaimer, everything on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Neither the host or guests are rendering legal, financial, accounting, mental health, investing, medical, or other professional advice. If you want professional help, please seek it out.